Hi, thanks for joining us for Devotionables, Brief Devotions for Busy People. I've been reading through the Gospel of John, my very favorite book in the entire Bible. It's a beautiful, beautiful Gospel, and we know that John wrote this so that we might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that by believing we may have life in His names. His name, sorry. And so John has strung together and emphasized some stories of these signs. He calls them signs. They would be really hard miracles, like the really hard kind of stuff, like turning all this water, these six jars, huge jars of purification filled with water, and merely thinking a thought and having them turn into wine. That's a hard miracle. And we're going to come across this sign in John chapter 9. In John chapter 9, Jesus is going to heal a man that is born blind. And every time I read through it, I am just struck and, and oftentimes brought to tears about the power of Jesus and the compassion of Jesus and the hardness of heart for those who should have been compassionate. There's a man born blind. And it's striking how many times John goes out of his way to mention the man born blind. Like, born blind. Like he didn't become blind. He was born blind. And the, the chapter starts with a question from the disciples. They say, Rabbi, teacher, who sinned, this man or his parents, that caused him to become, like, be born blind? The prevailing thought of the day was that this was, almost every ailment was caused by sin. And we see that already played out in the Gospel of John. In John chapter 5, Jesus had healed an invalid at the pool. And Jesus said to him, Hey, you're well. Sin no more that nothing worse may happen to you. Implying that, hey, that maybe this, this particular ailment that he had that it caused him to be an invalid was caused by sin. The rabbis thought this. The disciples thought it. And it was the prevailing thought of the day. But Jesus says, Nah, neither, neither this man nor his parents sinned. But in order that the glory of God might be displayed, but that the works of God might be displayed in him. So here is the opportunity for the work of God to be displayed. And Jesus spits in the mud, makes saliva, puts it on the, the eyes of the man born blind, and he tells him to go wash in the pool of Siloam. And he, he goes and washes, and he comes back seeing a man born blind, Jesus makes mud, puts it on his eyes, says, go wash and see. And there is this exchange. Now, it happened on the Sabbath day, and some people were, were just blown away at the majesty and the power of God, and yet some go away with a hardness of heart, and they kind of become tattletellers. They tell on Jesus. They go to the Pharisees, hey, this guy, he's doing this work on the Sabbath, and this becomes this contentious point between them. And so... They call in this man born blind. They get the testimony from him. How this happened? Who did this? How this happened? Are, you, are we sure this is the guy that was born blind? They call in his parents. And his parents say, we know this is our son. We know that he was born blind, but they were afraid of the Jews because the Jews had said, if anybody follows Jesus, if anybody believes in Jesus, we're going to cast them out, cut them off essentially from community life, cast them out of the synagogue. So they're, they're given as much as they can without themselves, you know, kind of distance themselves, but just offering enough. He's our son. He was born blind, but he can speak for himself. And this guy, he just speaks up with all the courage and tells him exactly what Jesus had done. 
And he gets in this exchange with the Pharisees, and they eventually cast him out of the temple, of the synagogue. They say this, you were born in utter sin. Remember that question that the, the disciples had asked at the beginning of this chapter. You were born in utter sin. So that's, that's what they thought, right? You were born in blind, you were born in utter sin, and you're going to teach us? The religious leaders? The Pharisees? No siree. And they cast him out. And this right here, this next, these next few sentences, this next paragraph, is what just moves me every time. Jesus heard that they had cast him out. And having found him, he said, Do you believe in the Son of Man? We've talked about this before if you've been along with us in these devotionals where we've been in John. Believe is used 98 times in the Gospel of John. That's why John wrote this Gospel, whether we would, we would believe. The story here was to elicit faith for me and you. And the work here was to elicit faith in this man born blind and those who saw the sign of the healing. Do you believe in the Son of Man? He answered, And who is he, sir, that I may believe in him? Jesus said to them, Jesus said to him, and listen to this right here. This right here is what just grabs me every time. You have seen him. Just imagine those words that this man heard who born blind, hadn't seen anything, and here he's looking into the eyes of the one who healed him, the eyes of the Son of Man, the Son of God who came into the world to give this man life. You have seen him, and it is he who is speaking to you. All throughout here, who are you? Who are you, Jesus? Why are you making yourself out to be equal with God? This contentiousness between the Pharisees and Jesus, and he comes out just, very explicitly, very boldly tells the man born blind, I am he. He, it is he who is speaking to you. And he said, Lord, I believe. And he worshiped him. This would, of course, be blasphemy if Jesus himself were not God. But Jesus is God. We see it in the sign that he healed the man born blind. He receives the worship of this new believer. Some of the Pharisees heard it and said, are we, are we blind? Jesus said, If you were blind, you would have no guilt. But now that you say, we see, our guilt remains. So a man who was born blind sees better spiritually than the religious leaders of Jesus' day. I pray that the Lord will give you eyes of faith to see Jesus clearly in all His glory and all His power as the Son of God, who, by believing in His name, will give you life. God bless you.